Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Welcome to Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, episode 161 on August 16th, 2022. I'm Gavin Pickin, Senior Developer at Auto Solutions, and I'm joined by another Senior Developer at Auto Solutions, Dan Card. Welcome. Good morning. Welcome to you. How's it going? Um, morning started great, and uh, we had a few explosions, but uh, we're still here. So <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Very cool. Okay, well, first up, let's just thank our sponsor, Auto Solutions, because without them, neither of us would be here. So they're the makers of Coldbox, Commandbox, Forgebox, Testbox, and all your favorite boxes out there. And uh, we want to say thanks back to Auto Solutions. If you guys want to do the same, uh, buy some ITV tickets. Come to the conference. Uh, we've got just a couple weeks away now. Remember, we've got the pre-conference. We've got the workshops. We've got the actual conference. It's going to be awesome. And if you guys buy some tickets, um, yeah, come and join us in person. So that'll be awesome. So. What are some other ways they can thank orders? It's going to be a great time. Yeah, seriously, if you can make it down there, Houston actually is a lot of fun. The, the trip, uh, the people that I've, I've met have been absolutely phenomenal. I um, Sorry, this is a total tangent. But one of the things I love about this is not just the tech you get out of it, but just the people, the people that kind of surround orders, not just the, the employees, but just the, the the community that show up, a really fun fun group. Anyway, other ways you can support us, uh, like and subscribe to our videos on YouTube. Um, you can actually star and fork our repos on, on GitHub. We do have a command box module. Of course, there's a there's a box for that. Um, it is the command box GitHub plugin or a module from Forgebox. What it'll do is actually go through and look at all your dependencies. And if you tell it to, it'll just star them all, them all uh, automatically, which is cool. Subscribe to the podcast. We have three of them, if you guys didn't know that or not. Um, this is only one. Check out the other two as well. All right, we can sign up for a, a free or paid account on C on CFCast, which is new content, one of the one of the training elements that uh that that uh, Ortis has. Um, there's our box life store. If you ever felt the need to walk down the street with a cold box swag on you, this is the great place to actually go. Um, and they're actually <laughs> our designers are actually really pretty cool. There's some very clever stuff in there, which is nice. Um, and also buy some Ortis books. Uh we have a uh, the 102 cold box HMVC quick tips and tricks on Gumroad, uh, gumroad.co slash cold box tips. And as you can see on here, we have a wonderful uh, uh, look for our senior our senior developer. Maybe I'm a little <laughs> late on that. Hey, it's okay. I just thought it'd be pretty funny to show one. Uh, get your kids started young. This is senior developer and their onesie. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Cool. And yeah. if you actually, what you can do, see this, this all works out well. You buy, you you buy the baby kits, you know, with the senior developer, you're teaching them Spanish. And if you read to them the 102 cold box HMVC quick tips, you're really teaching two languages at the same time. And you're showing that that, that you love them. Really, it's a win for everybody. Man, we really got to get you on the marketing team, Dan. You do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> We want to also thank our Patreon supporters. We have 38 amazing Patreon supporters that are providing 100% funding for this podcast, the Modernizer Die podcast, and the other two on our Patreon site, patreon.com slash autosolutions. And goal number two that we have is we're trying to fully support the the hosting of Forgebox because Forgebox has a lot of great packages and we use S3 uh, for our hosting for that. And we're 44% of the way to funding that as well. So your Patreon support is going straight to those funds. And that gives us money to do other things elsewhere, which is great because we got lots of plans and lots of ideas and lots of things to do, including a conference. Yeah, okay. Problems to solve, which is cool. Yep. 
So news and announcements. First up, let's talk about ContentBox 5.3.0 release. So uh, we're being excited to bring you ContentBox Hybrid CMS 5.3. And this is the latest, uh, the last release in this major series as we're pushing the next version of ContentBox version six. Um, there's a, a nice little, um, you know, blog post we have here. I'm gonna share real quick here. Um, but if you look up, you can see the different upgrade paths as well. Uh, it gives us some of the different information and it's it's really you know evolving we've got a lot of things that we're still planning to do for it 6.0 is going to be really good and we're continuing to to build upon content box so 5.3.0 is released go get it link to the blog post is in the chat yep and then uh next up we have a little update from cb wire yeah, which um, uh, a new release. So basically, what's kind of nice about that is trying to describe what CB Wire is to people sometimes can be a little complicated. There, but this new release has a new updated example app to kind of show uh, how it works, um, which is good. Those of you that don't really know what C what, uh, what CB Wire is, the basic gist is if you have a single page application and you make a change, then that change has to usually go to the server, get some data, come back. And after that, in most traditional single page applications, JavaScript then kicks in and actually renders everything and makes the change to the DOM. In wire and other server side rendering, what happens is you get your request back to the server. The server doesn't, re doesn't return JSON, it returns HTML in a sense, creating the new HTML that it needs, but you're doing it in, in you're actually doing it in cold fusion. And then the live wire framework actually does all the DOM diffing and that kind of stuff. So you can actually you get the same effect as you would from some of the single page applications, but using cold fusion to do it instead. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, it's really neat. I mean, they're they're modeling after live wire from the Laravel group and PHP. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of cool things in it. And uh, Grant's doing a great job. He's working really hard in that that example app now, if you just clone the repo, you'll have all the tests in there, but you'll have all the examples. And he's actually using some uh, CB wire stuff to display the CB wire like descriptions and everything. So that it's like a, a self, you know, sort of an inception type thing going on there. Uh, it's pretty cool. So um, if you clone the repo, you get the example app and everything. And you, you know, if you want to contribute, you're ready to go. So pretty cool. Uh, last week, we also talked about the Lucy roadmap. So Lucy roadmap for Lucy 6, 5.3.9, and 5.3.10. And so they're been talking about that and what's coming up. And so we got a, a little sort of blog post from the Lucy org. So if you didn't catch that, it's worth checking out. And then uh, next up, we have Wirebox object delegators are now born. So i um, been working uh, really hard with those. And it's kind of crazy trying to keep up with all these smart people at Audis, uh, way above my head, I'll tell you that. Um, talking yes. about all these delegations and, and looking at other languages and how they do it and how to make it better. And it's, it's just going pretty crazy, to be honest. And yeah, it's uh, looking really slick. So it's kind of a, a neater way to do like injections or mix-ins, um, but way less boilerplate in your code. So it looks really cool. I'm excited to, to sort of see that, you know, coming about. For those of you that don't know what object delegators are, maybe maybe you can check me on this, Gavin, but my impression is with Wirebox, you can obviously inject inject objects or you can do inject variables from like your, your cold box framework or the or a system variable. You can inject objects, obviously, which is your which which is your dependency injection. What object delegators are is you can actually inject actual just the methods from other objects. That one, you can use the methods in your own thing without having to do both the object and then reference the object and then the method and everything else. Is that right? Yeah, it's kind of like shortcuts to get to other objects and their methods. And so a lot of times you'll, because 
the cool thing about cold fusion is if you do variables dot you know my my function alias equals and then you can tell it hey go look in this fun this cfc for this function and you know you can basically just assign it to your variable and then it will basically you know anytime someone calls that it's going to go out and get the other one and do it and so this is we're delegating it but we're using metadata so it all gets handled for you wirebox does all the magic and you don't have to do any of the boilerplate it's it's pretty slick and they're they're doing a lot of a lot of cool things for that but um, I'm excited to, to sort of see that and then figure out more use cases for it. Cause I think I've done that before myself, like the old school mm -hmm. way, um, you know, not a lot because, but now maybe this will make it easier instead of, you know, injecting whole objects, I'll just delegate a few things. So pretty cool. Cool. You want to tell us about some of the end of the box updates we have? I do. Coming up into the box, we're getting close. It's uh, less than a month left until the start of the pre-conference. Now, for those of you that missed it, we basically have three different sections as part of it. I'm, I'm into the box. We have our, pre-conference, which is a virtual conference the week before the conference actually starts. Uh, there's a number of different sessions on there. We're still we're still adding, actually, as, as, as demand for being part of it increases, which is great. Um, we just added one today, as a matter of fact. The second session, or the second part of it, basically, is a, the one-day workshops that are happening on um, uh, they're happening on that Tuesday. And then the actual in-person conference starts after that. So the pre-conference schedule, which is the week before, is actually finalized on the website. Um, the last three sessions that were that that were TBA um, are now aid. Uh, Zach Spitzer is doing something on Lucy 5.6 and beyond, uh, which is cool. Javier Quintero uh, from Ortis is doing a whole thing on CV validation. Uh, if you're not sure what that is, basically CV validation. Whenever you send data back from your browser into Coldbox, sometimes that data, need, most times, if not always, that happen, that data needs to be validated for through certain rules and checked for. Um, check for issues, make sure it conforms to what you want it to do. CV validation is a very easy way to create rules that your data can get, then get cleaned by or at least have it have it filtered. And uh, Gavin, you're doing one on why you should you or when you should use third party uh, plugins versus roll your own code. Is that right? Yep. So yeah, we've got a we've been waiting just for the last couple of spots to fill up, and we've been uh, you know waiting for some key community members, and so you know, we've finally finalized it so far. Uh, basically so fresh we haven't even had time to update the website yet but i just showed uh, shared my screen so you'll notice that we've actually updated the schedule a little bit to have the pre-conference the workshops day one and day two all next to each other because it was so hard to keep track of all the different dates and all the different things going on and there's so much going on so if you guys uh check that out now and we'll put those last three into it oh actually scott said that you couldn't see it can you show your screen again and, and go back to the workshops for, for a second so you guys couldn't can't see my screen I saw it, but then Scott said that he couldn't, so I figured that was a good, that was a good excuse to go back anyway. Can you go to the workshops for a second? Yep. So on the workshop page here. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. So so we're, we're taking we're, we're saying sign up for the workshops. Basically, here we go. Scroll up for a little bit. There's five workshops happening. There's yep. one that uh, that Luis um, and uh, Eric put are are doing, which is async programming and scheduling. Basically, asynchronous programming with things called futures and everything else, which are a great concept. They're new. A little bit confusing, and so having it come from Luis and Eric as a combination would be a great thing. Whole thing on, on containerization, scaling your applications by John Clausen and Grant Copley. Uh, then we have this one, which is a legacy code conversion that I'm doing with Alan Quinlan, and basically it's taking old code or code that exists, and how do we make it more modern, make it, make our lives easier? Brad and Javier Quintero, Brad Wood and Javier Quintero are doing a whole thing on Testbox, getting started with uh, behavior develop behavior driven development and test driven development. Uh, and then Gavin and Daniel are doing a whole thing on Vue.js single page applications and mobile app with REST APIs. And that one, I believe, is either 
full or just about full, right, Kevin? Yeah, they're they're all getting fuller for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Ours is pretty close. Um, if we get a few more, we're probably trying to uh, just make it a little bit bigger if we can. You know, we don't want to turn anyone away if that's what they want. But there are five workshops. They are getting pretty close to full, though. So, guys, jump in and grab yours if you get a chance. Um, we're, like I said, we're excited to have you there. And, the you know, the in-person, hands-on training, uh, everyone that comes here loves it. And you make a lot of friends, too, uh, with the oldest people, but also the, the other attendees. And it's a, it's a great little community. So we see a lot of people coming back for the second, third, fourth workshops because they just love, you know, finding out something new, learning something new. I'm kind of bummed, actually. I'm, I'm glad I'm teaching mine. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be great. But I would love to go to the container one, and I would love to go to the Vue.js one that you're doing. Because... Yeah. Um, I've done a lot with React, have not done a lot with Vue, and having just basically discovered uh, Quasar, which is based on Vue, I really want to dive into that because that sounds like a really, um, really cool thing as well. Yep, for sure. Or maybe I'll uh, try and record some of it so we can, you know, share it with some of the other oldest people at least. And nice. um, mm-hmm. yeah, we have the CF Summit training as well, which is going to be um, on Vue.js and Quasar and all that too. Cool. Well, we have a couple of new sponsors, right? Yep. A couple of new sponsors. So we've got two new silver sponsors. So, uh, so fresh. We haven't got them on the website yet. We're working on that. They should be there very soon. But TerraTech, the creator of the CF Alive podcast and the State of the CF Union survey, uh, are a silver sponsor. And then we have another company, um, I'm not sure if you pronounce it or just say the letters, but W-R-I-S, Web Services. Yep, they develop um, improving web-based software applications for businesses looking to expedite workflows and eliminate legacy paper-based manual systems. And uh, the cool thing is, is that they're not really, you know, trying to sell anything or or whatever. They just want to make connections with, uh, you know, the community and they wanted to, you know, get to know a few more of the people that build a lot of the tools that they use every day. So that's kind of cool. Um, So we appreciate both of them for sponsoring the the conference. Again, without them, it wouldn't be possible to to do this conference. And uh, we have a big announcement coming tomorrow, Wednesday, August 17th at 8 a.m. So bright and early tomorrow, you should get an email, um, you know, from the email list with our big announcement. So you'll have to check that out and then we'll be releasing a blog post about it i'm sure as well so chicken i'm gonna pretend that i'm in the know on that one i have absolutely no idea what it is <laughs> <laughs> yep and i did see a message saying that andrew davis won't be able to make it to itb this year he says well, it's come anyway fun. yeah i think he's got some uh some personal events going on that uh means he's not able to make it but uh i know that we'll miss him and we'll hope he can be back soon uh, yeah, Matt but, Clement said, said the same thing. Something about having a baby. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But we still convinced them to enter the box uh, pre-conference talk. Pre-conference, so, exactly. So we have so, them the like the very first day. So hopefully the baby's not that early. <laughs> so, yeah. And, <laughs> and oh, Matt, hope we weren't just blurring your personal life all over the internet there. Sorry. I don't know if that was public knowledge or not. Sorry about that. That's okay. Nobody, nobody listens to this anyway. No, so. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that's one of the nice things about being anonymous. You can say what you want. Of course, that gets me in trouble on the on, on Facebook too. Anyway, that's a whole different story. Yep. So again, uh, sign up for those workshops, uh, and we hope to see you there very soon. A couple yeah. of weeks, only a couple of weeks, man. Kind of crazy. Panic mm-hmm. monsters are out and about. Yes. <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact, they are. New up, uh, new releases and updates. Um, mm-hmm. So we had a, an actually. I th- didn't we just mention the content box update? I guess we put it in the news instead. But yeah, so content box 5.3 is out. But uh, also we had, uh, in case you missed it, the Lucy extension for images, image extension 1.2.0.1 and 1.0.0.44 um, that's being released as well. So, Which is good because it's kind of funny when you start diving into like like the real 
extensions and stuff, you kind of realize you're getting a lot lower in, in the programming. Like, like basically, you know, like sometimes in Cold Fusion, we're up here a little bit, and this is getting really down into the weeds because it really looks like that this fixes a bug where uh, it was checking if an image file was valid, but if it wasn't valid, it would keep the image thing locked. And I'm like, I never thought about that. I never thought you actually had to release the file again. It just sort of happens. <laughs> yeah, and I think that was just one of those bugs. And, you know, being a Windows developer, a lot of times we, we get that all the time. So <laughs> so one of the, the downfalls for sure. Okay, so coming up next, we have webinars, meet, meetups, and workshops. And you want to tell us about the oldest webinar? I do. So coming up on August 26th, uh, basically it's a, it's, a, it's 11 o'clock central, 12 o'clock Eastern. Uh, it basically is a, just kind of a last push about what's coming up in Into the Box. So a lot of the Ordis core team will be there as they discuss all the great things coming up for you and from Into the Box. And Daniel uh, decided to call that the hardcore team because our core team is grown. Team. So oh, now gotcha. we're the hardcore team. <laughs> so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. The Ordis Hardcore team. Uh, I don't know if I'm part of that or not. Uh, yeah, that, 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 that sounds really intense. <laughs> uh, basically, going through um, the online sessions, the full day workshops, and then the two day track in the in the um, uh, the in person conference. Uh, it's informal. A lot of Q and A from the chat. Um, maybe some last minute surprise announcements that uh, I don't know. We'll, yeah. We'll find like, out. I, I was going to make some kind of flippant comment that may be real, maybe not, but no, they'll be real if we say them over the uh, the podcast. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yep, you can register for that one. And again, any questions you got, we'll be able to answer them there. And the hardcore team was like the original core team. So that's more like Luis, Brad, um, myself, and I think Eric and John will be attending mm -hmm. there. So, uh, but like I said, our core team has grown. We've got a lot of great members to our core now, like yourself. There's been a lot of being added in the last year or so. Uh, but the hardcore team has been there for, you know, four or five years. So unless we oh, come yeah, up with no. a, a better name for it, but maybe the old core team, I don't know. <laughs> the old core, yeah, the yeah. old guys. Yeah, the old guys. So. I think I'm older than all of them, but that's okay. Yeah, maybe. No, the, that, that's, so we, we, we usually call them we're not worthy is really what it is. No. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just there because I'm hosting it. But anyway, uh, so we also have the Hawaii CFUG group. So yep. they're going to be doing a presentation on OOP and Cold Fusion. And so object-oriented programming, it's a common term in programming languages. And so this one here is going to be looking at how to do that with ColdFusion. So they'll look at things like abstraction, encapsulation, inheritance, polymorphism. So lots of cool things. And uh, I'll share the link right now in the group here. And again, uh, that's going to be coming up on August 26th as well. And that's 12 o'clock. So if you guys check out the oldest one, you can check out the Hawaii one right after. So be a busy Friday for you guys. As someone who those words mean a little bit, but not very much, if you don't know what those things are, go anyway, <laughs> because it's the kind of thing where having those things, you kind of realize, oh, I've been doing that anyway. I didn't know it was called that. What I'm finding recently the past couple of weeks is I'm learning, like, it's, it's, it's kind of funny. You hear a phrase and you're like, oh, that's what that is. Oh, now this makes a lot of sense. So if nothing else, go to figure out what those four things are so you can drop it drop at cocktail parties and look cool. Yep, for sure. And uh, I know that on CFCast, Nolan's series on OOP does go over all these things, and it's a really good, um, you know, good series. So mm -hmm. highly recommend that one. And uh, even if you do know OOP and everything, it's good to get a recap every once in a while. Um, so that might be something. We should on do a weird Yankovic take off of OOP. OOP, <laughs> yeah, you know me. <laughs> yeah, we can figure that one out. <laughs> I really need to get more sleep the night before I do these. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, also coming up, we have Adobe Workshops. <laughs> Join the Adobe Cold Fusion Workshop to learn how you and your agency can leverage Cold Fusion to create amazing web content. Uh, it's one-day training, cover all facets of Adobe Cold Fusion that developers need to build applications that can run across multiple cloud providers or on-premise. Yep. Uh, for example, coming up on this Thursday. Yep, we have a webinar uh, August the 18th at 10 a.m. And so it's actually a webinar and Mark Takata is going to be talking about making games with Adobe Cold Fusion. And uh, it's, uh, we'll share the link there. But that one is uh, just a one-hour webinar. Uh, sounds pretty intriguing. I'm kind of curious what he's going to cover in that. So that one is shared in the chat for everyone who's watching and listening. And then uh, we have another one coming up for with Mark Takata uh, later in September, too. Uh, we do. That's on September 22nd uh, at 10 o'clock Pacific. That's 1 o'clock Eastern. And that is on building um, custom Adobe Connect pods. So when I was first looking at this, I didn't know what a Connect pod was, but I forgot Adobe Connect is obviously their online meeting um, software. And so you can actually make your own custom pods and with Cold Fusion, and that is what this is about. Yep. And then if we share my screen for a minute, you can also see that the meetus.adobeevents.com slash coldfusion has some other ones coming up too. So there's one in November already scheduled and in December. And the December one is pretty cool because it's a winter holiday special, a preview of Cold Fusion 2023. That is pretty cool. So the one before about Monaco IO looks pretty awesome too. Yeah, I'm kind of curious how the Monaco IO is going to work with Adobe Cold Fusion to build native mobile apps. So yeah, that one sounds interesting too. So we got a lot of know were things until they were things. Yep, okay. a lot of great content. So a lot of webinars coming your way, and then CFCast. So CFCast has a lot of great content, um, a lot of online video tutorials, and we just released a few more uh, this week. So we've got another ForgeBox module of the week and a VS Code hint tip and trick of the week. But we also have another one from um, Pete. Well, I always say Pete. Man, his name always messes me up. So it's Eric Peterson, but he always has E L Pete everywhere. And so I see that. And I and because I don't know we how many times Pete it, a lot. It is kind of funny how that kind of yeah. How it yeah, crosses over. So episode twelve of his logbox one oh one series is categories. And uh that's gonna be uh, another cool one. He's got a couple more videos left in that series, and we got a few more coming our way too. What else is coming? Uh, we've got a couple things. One, the finishing up of, the, of that series from Eric Peterson. We've got two more videos left. Um, we also have more Forgebox, v, uh, Forgebox and VS Code podcast snippets. Um, Boxifying, the third-party library coming from Gavin. And then we also have a, one that I'm looking forward to from Eric. Again, not Pete. Not Pete. This is Eric Peterson. Uh, using Coldbox box Elixir. Uh, they don't know what Coldbox Elixir is. Basically, it's Ortis's... Um, uh, if you ever use things like Webpack or anything else to create... Uh, single page apps with JavaScript, uh, Coldbox Elixir, Coldbox Elix Cold Elixir. Oh my goodness gracious. Sorry, people trying to come in. I don't think in. that was to me, but I could be wrong. No, like, sorry. Learn how to talk. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, so Coldbox Elixir, Coldbox Elixir uh, basically is a way of scaffolding jo uh, JavaScript and uh, Vue React apps, uh, similar in a way that you would, would do Webpack. Um, and so I need to dive into that because I haven't done it yet, and I don't quite know all the, the stuff. The stuff that, I say don't quite. I basically have used, you know, the the what is it? Create create React app, um, and gone from there. So diving in any deeper, it's good to have uh, someone helping out with that, which is what Elixir actually does. Yep, yeah, I like the fact that it takes Webpack stuff and makes it usable. <laughs> so. I know that we're we've been messing with you know Vite and some other stuff for some of our projects, and I'm curious to see if ESS build will come into like Coldbox Elixir further down the track because Webpack now is not cool anymore. 
Um, there's what? newer, newer, cooler stuff. Yeah, well, see, the big thing with Webpack and some of the other tools was that people who wanted to contribute could write stuff in JavaScript so they could contribute to the project. Then they realized that um, most people that can actually build things that add on to build tools are usually smart enough to build in other things. And mm. JavaScript is really slow compared to some of the other items that you could be using. And so a lot of those other tools now are building stuff in like CSS and everything else. Um, and, you know, basically it's pretty cool, um, but it's way faster, like crazy fast compared to things like Webpack and other JavaScript based build products. So, um, wow. okay. so yeah, so that's, that's sort of like the new cool thing and like Vite is a, a big thing that everyone's just loving on because it just, it's, you know, milliseconds on the, on the second of speeds. So what was the name of that one? Um, Vite, V-I-T-E. Vite. Um, but, oh, as uh, in like Vite, Vite. Yeah. German for like something. Maybe I'm saying it wrong too, but. Um, oh, I, I, I just make name association. I have absolutely no idea how you say it. Yeah. And then I know that um, like ESS build is another popular one. So a lot of people are starting to, to go into those. So. I have a good authority uh, from Michael Bourne, but it's pronounced Vite. Um, okay. I, I don't know if his authority is any better or worse than ours, but hey, it's another per- it's, 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 it's another triangulation point at least. Yeah, for sure. Okay, next up, conferences. So conferences and training. Uh, let's get started with the first one. Redis Hackathon is going on now. And you're like, now? Like right now? Yes, right now. From now through August 29th, Dev is partners up with Redis for a community hackathon. Um, so basically, anything submits a valid project, um, including an official submission post published on Dev, will automatically be entered to win a variety of fantastic prizes, including up to a couple thousand dollars in US. So the the link will be shared in the chat here if you want to find out more about it and again we do have um an extension uh, an orders extension for lucy for redis and uh, so you can actually build things right in cold fusion with this as well i don't know what the rules are um but if you want to get hacking there's a couple of weeks left in august so you can try that out okay apparently it's a french word for quick vite so that's what ryan hinton says and that's what they said uh Michael said it was on their homepage. So I had the right continent. Okay. So that's good. <laughs> Hope so. But there's probably a bad time to mention that I took four years of French and won the French award in high school, huh? Yeah, it probably would be. Probably. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I didn't say I deserved it. I just said I wanted. I was the only senior that year. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Coming up also after that, did you just do Docker or you did? Yes, the Docker All Hands meeting. Yep. Um, so, yep. That looks like it's coming up here September first. I'll share my mm-hmm. screen. So it's a it's a short one, just an eight a.m. to eleven a.m. It's kind of like a um, a bit of a mixer and all hands they say. So it gets the community and the staff together, and uh, yeah, it basically, um, if you want to submit, you can um, submit for a call for speakers. And they have an unconference this year, the first ever virtual unconference. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So Very cool. pretty cool. It's good to see, and uh, it's good to have the community interacting with uh, the bigger groups too. Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, next up, we have the Into the Box pre-conference, and that's mm-hmm. August 29th through September 2nd. So that's the week before the main conference. There's mm-hmm. two sessions a day, five days in the week, so 10 sessions total, and those will be available to uh, ITB ticket holders, and then those will be available for download by attendees so they can watch on the plane, is what I keep saying, but apparently there's only one other person who's dumb enough to watch those videos on the plane on the way there. But uh, I think it'd be pretty cool to to do that. So as an uh, idea, I think it's brilliant. I, I it never occurred to me, nor do I think I would probably do it, but I think it's a great idea. 
So yeah, the 10 extra sessions in addition to the, the normal conference, which end of the box 2022, September 6th, 7th and 8th. And as we mentioned, uh, we got one day workshops and two day conference. So a lot of great stuff. And where can they go find out more information? They can go look at intothebox.org and they can find out all about rates, special prices, speakers, bios, session topics, all kinds of stuff. And if you look at it and you don't like what you see and you want to see something else, well, apply to be a speaker next year. We'd love to have you um love to have you part of it. Yep, for sure. Okay. So coming next, up after that. Oh, yep, sorry. That's okay. So we have coming up after that, October third and fourth, we have CF Summit, which is in Las Vegas and put on by Adobe, correct? Yep. So um it's gonna be their tenth um tenth CF Summit. It's kinda crazy. Nice. So um, yeah, 10th CF Summit. Hopefully they'll have a nice party. They usually do. Um, CFSummit.adobeevents.com is the, the place to go to, to get more information. And uh, they still have the early bird pricing. So it's still $99 for registration. $199 if you want to take the professional certified training as well. And that okay. includes 100 hours of uh, video training. But uh, they've also added some more things to the website, haven't they, Dan? Uh, they have. As soon as I'm done tasting thinking about their certificate, into there, I will tell you about them. Um, they have had a number of things, and but the big one is that speakers are now being listed on their site. Oh, thank you. I'm like, and it should be right in front of my face. The speakers are listed on the site. Uh, Brad Wood from Ortis, Luis, Gavin, Daniel uh, are are speaking from Ortis. Uh, that Daniel was not me. This is Daniel Garcia. Uh, Brad Wood, Luis, uh, yeah, yeah, Luis and Gavin don't need an um um introduction. And uh, also, the solutions are in the list of the speakers announced. I don't know what that means. So let me pull it up here. No, it's if you read from one line to the other, all the solutions are in the list. Oh, good. <laughs> Dan's having a moment. <laughs> I am having a day. I am sorry. Yes, yeah, speakers have been listed on the website. Brad, Luis, Gavin, and Daniel from Ordis Solutions are on the list of speakers announced. I'm like, what solutions are listed in the bio? Oh, good job, Daniel. Okay. Yep. So if we and go by to Daniel, this... I mean me, not Daniel Garcia. Okay. Yep. And so you'll see the keynote. So Joel Cohen's going to be speaking there. And then again, featured speakers. So we got, you know, some, some pretty well-known names there from the community. Go so we got down. Brian and Charlie and Dave Ferguson, David Byers. Uh, there's a few of the oldest people, like we mentioned already, Kevin Wright's going to be there. Goose is going to be there. Matt Gifford's making the making the flight, I guess. Uh, Pete Freitag, Raymond, and then I've heard of Nickel um, and Uday. I just don't know them as well. Uh, but yeah, a lot of great speakers, and they're adding them all all the time. So keep an eye out for that. And remember, register ASAP so you can get in there and uh, save your early bird pricing. There, just keep the yeah, early birds flowing. So very cool so oh, it's good to it's good to have a few orders people representing as well there's a so i was just reading bio on there joel cohen is actually a screenwriter is that, is that what he was yeah so i gotta I, I didn't know who he was but i'm reading that he's written 35 episodes of the simpsons mm -hmm. uh that's pretty amazing yeah so uh go check out cfsummit.wevents.com if you want and you can find out more about the speakers including the the keynote so it'll be kind of interesting very and cool. then um, we have the Auto, there. yeah the Auto CF Summit training is right after that, and uh, yeah that'll be me and Luis. And what will we be covering, Dan? You will be covering the Coldbox Zero Two Mega Hero REST APIs and the Vue.js mobile app. Um, that's on August, uh, excuse me, October fifth and sixth. It's after CF Summit is over. Um, uh, the price is seven ninety nine. That's the early bird pricing. 
some of you that may have noticed that that may be a little bit of a, of a price jump. We are keeping keep it as low as possible, but basically everything is like doubled in price. And so the price has not doubled since last time. It's gone up a little bit, but we are keeping it as low as possible. Uh, but that's the reason behind it is that price is going up everywhere. But definitely sign up for it. It is worth it. Um, yep. Early bird pricing is only good for, I think, a couple more weeks. So as soon as Into the Box is over, the price goes up. So get your early bird pricing ASAP. Absolutely. You know what's interesting about this is you actually look at this and you say, hey, it, you know, you know $7.99. Uh, not that this needs a sell. I mean, this is a class that, I mean, this is a class that actually goes literally from zero, knowing, knowing nothing about Cold Box up to the Mega Hero. If you added up, like basically, if you added up the number of hours that your team is going to save using cold box as your API source versus using the spaghetti code or whatever else that you may be doing now, it is more than going to pay for itself. Um, which may be an interesting argument for you know the boss and everything else. But you start doing math: how many hours of work in labor is that, and are we going to save that much in labor down the road? And if the answer is yes, then come to the conference. Yep. I, I mean, that's the, the cool thing about it is, you know, you can learn a lot of this by playing by yourself and everything, but you get the hands-on experience in these workshops. You walk away with an app built, you know, you have all that there. So you have a great starting block, you know, and you have a good understanding. And if you've got any problems or you get stuck, you know, there's me and Luis, and we'll probably have a couple of other helpers in the room too, to make sure that everybody keeps up, everyone gets moving, you know, and no one's left behind. And you come out of there with a, a working app and that's our goal. You know, it's, there's not a hundred people like there might be in some other workshop. There's like, we usually try to aim on, you know, 10 or 11 people. So that way we can, you know, be, make sure everyone has that personal touch and make sure everyone's questions are answered and no one gets left behind. So, um, again, it's fun. And then we're in the area. It's an awesome suite. We'll have lots of fun right on the strip too. So usually we try and catch dinner afterwards and hang out with the group as well. So, you know, you get to pick the brains of, uh, some of these oldest people so that's always a, a benefit to the hardcore oldest people as we said <laughs> yeah that's daniel's nickname i'm not <laughs> sure if that'll fly but we'll see and then uh next up we have into the box of the tam so right after uh cf summit in october in december we've got into the box of the tam uh, december 5th or 7th we're getting information and as soon as into the box is over we will be talking a lot more about into the box of the tam as all the information gets finalized and then uh, CF Camp, no CF Camp this year, but hopefully summer 2023, if all goes well. Just to reiterate, LATAM stands for Latin America, and the end of the box LATAM 2022 is actually being held in El Salvador. So, Yep, I think it's in San Salvador, El Salvador. Um, that makes sense. And if you need more conferences, the this site, it is confs.tech, uh, has a huge li list of conferences for almost any language or community. Check it out and uh, tell them we sent you, and then they'll say who. Just kidding. <laughs> Yep, right. for sure. <laughs> okay, blogs, tweets, and videos of the week. You want to get us started with the I do. The Coming up, uh, so uh, this is on the 16th. This is a tweet by Grant Copley from more to CB Wire, now with included examples. Have you seen the easy reactive form validation? How, how easy reactive form validation is with CB Wire? Now you can with the included examples in the CB Wire repo. Uh, GitHub.com slash coldbox module, blah, 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 and go to the, go to the, uh, the CB Wire one. Yeah, it's got the little examples built right in. So you see the component code, the template code, and your examples right above it. It's all built into that new repo. It's pretty slick. So uh, I like the idea. Really cool. Okay, so next up, we have a blog from Ben Adele. And that one is going to be covering, um, again, one of those things where you've been using it for a while, but you don't know the name, those design patterns. So Ben's talking about Strangler. Uh, he's building a feature flag system in Cold Fusion. And Strangler is the name of the, dis uh, the design pattern, basically. It's called 
strangler because of the strangler design pattern that it uses um which so i need to read that because i don't I, design patterns are i think are fascinating they've always been fascinating to me i don't quite get them i mean i get them but until you're using something then you're like oh that's what that means yep so in the strangler pattern basically because using feature flags you know you can have something turned on or turned off but you can also have it turned on for a small amount of people and so when mm -hmm. you release it maybe 10 percent get the new feature and then you're up at the 20 and then 30 and then eventually you'll you'll get to the point where it has almost 100 percent and the other one your old code you strangle the number of people going to that one until basically you've killed it off and that code is no longer accessed by anybody and so that's yeah, why so, it's so you start strangling this one and then kind of let that one go and then start strangling this one over here yeah so basically yeah you just yeah. like let a few people use the new system and so you know that's one of the things with feature flags is it's not just an if statement and brian rinaldi is talking at the pre-conference about um launch darkly which is what ben loves but mm -hmm. it's too expensive for a side project like this blog yep. and so this sense. is why he's been working on this and uh he's had a quiet month on the blog he says and um you know unfortunately much is released a stress and you know a rabbit hole building this feature flags thing but i know he's got some personal stuff going on with his moving and, and everything so it's been a busy guy but uh this is a, a really cool one and you can see a strangler project up on github so he's basically built his own little uh feature flag system so pretty cool so, so if you have ever done the ever popular cf e you know person logged in person dot email address equals blah 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 do this code you have actually participated in your own version of strangling and congratulations yeah you just uh, didn't know it yeah it's pretty cool like and that's one thing about feature flags and you know there's a few different ones out there um but yeah that the ability to you know filter based on some random number or filter based on you know are they they use our email address or are they like a public email address and you can do all these different things to to limit the, the code but essentially at its core it is an if statement it's just the rules of when that if statement is shown is a little different but yeah that can get very complicated so Agreed. yeah so I, that's something I, I want to play with a little bit more. I think we're using Unleashed for a few people. Um, it's, you know, you can privately host it. And so that's one of the ones we've used, Unleashed. But yeah, I'm kind of curious. And I really want looking forward to Brian Rinaldi's session about Launch Darkly and our yeah. pre-conference. So, so what do we have next? Uh, our next, another, uh, just uh, more details about the uh, the Content Box 5.3 release by Luis. This is a, uh, the blog we have up in our on the on the Order Solutions blog. Um, it's talking about how basically it is just the next major release, and then we're looking forward to then we're kind of pivoting. This is the last major release, I believe, for 5.45, and then we'll be looking at the next major release being for six. Um, and then here, but this is the guide with the whole release notes. I just pasted it up there on the chat. Yep, and uh, it's a it's a good one there. So we were a little light on some news uh, from the blogs and tweets. So this week I also added one in from Twitter. And so this one um, is what's a good typeface other than enter was what someone asked on Twitter and they had 300 replies. And so they've gone through and uh, highlighted some of the cool ones. So you can never have enough fonts, right? And so the cool thing is here, he's gone through and like spotlighted some of the best ones and they'd say if they're free or not. So um, we've got man rope, Brittany Sands, and so there's quite a few good ones in here. Some of them are paid, so pay attention to those too. But if you're looking for a new font, you want to change it up a little bit. There's some good, uh, good examples here, and so he's gone through and, and uh, you know, given a little report. So if you're looking for a new font you want to play with, you know, you're bored, you want to change up your font. Now you can. So now you can. Yeah. If you look at some of these, and you're kind of like, all right, I don't quite. Like, I, I guess I never thought that there were. I mean, there were almost infinite ways to write a letter. 
evidently. <laughs> and that's what this comes down to is because it's just, you know, there's so many fonts. Each one makes a letter a different shape. <laughs> I know. Um, I like it when you put in the, you take a picture of something because you're trying to figure out what font it is and upload it to one of those sites that tries to identify mm-hmm. it. And it finds like 3000 fonts because they're all the same. Exactly. Um, and you're yeah. like, this could be Arial, or it could be the Strunchen, literally the Viet, you know, or whatever. Yeah. This one's called Viet. It's great. Yeah. And it's from, you know, it's Swedish. Just kidding. Yeah. All right. Little blog by um, uh, by Luis. This is actually is talking about Redis support native in uh, Lucy and CFML. There's the Ortis uh, Redis extension 2.0.0 is released. Um, basically, what this does is it gives, gives support for interacting with Redis, obviously, right into Lucy uh, natively. Okay, it's a major release. It's been uh, this has been uh, in the works for over nine months. Um, it uh, scales better. Uh, basically, it helps your site scale better via Redis, um, and it brings oh real time messaging into this as well with the Redis, the Redis pub sub. So I guess that's it, that, that's short for publish and subscribe. Yep, another uh, design pattern there. Say it again. Another design pattern. Another design pattern exactly. Yeah. Is it called pub sub or is it something else? I think it's the. Well, I think some people call it PubSub or they call it the subscriber pattern. Subscriber pattern, gotcha. Publish. Yeah. Okay. But, but yeah, so it's pretty cool and that's being released as well. And then if you do have a 1.0 license, you will need to upgrade your licenses for the 2.0 uh, ones. That is one of our paid extensions, but uh, it does work really nicely. And adding the real-time messaging with the PubSub is pretty slick. I know that that's uh, been a big request to, to get that updated from our clients and our own internal teams. So that's being completed now do you know anything about that is that meant to be kind of like a could that be a substitute for websockets it actually is websockets yeah it is um, websockets okay gotcha. basically and then because we've done some stuff with um, RabbitMQ, and it has its own um, websocket connection and we've um, tied into uh, a couple of things brad's done some stuff on stomp which is a way to communicate with it um yep. but yeah having redis doing the pub sub stuff uh, allows you to use that instead so if you wanted to use that instead of RabbitMQ, you could use that for your pub sub and I think Redis even has some basic queuing in it too. But anyway, we've we've been adding lots of things to it, but the pub sub is, you know, let's say the the milestone piece of that release, I believe. So cool. Very cool. Okay. Nice. Next up, find a job. So mm-hmm. up on getcfmljobs.com. I'll share my screen. So we've got a few new jobs. So we've got a Cold Fusion developer at Remote in Canada. We've got a Cold Fusion developer part-time in Washington, D.C. And we also have a web data developer at Clinton, New York, or Remote as well. So quite a few jobs listed in here. Um, again, you can get more details. You can post a job for free through the site as well. And it does scrape most of the major job sites. So if you have listed a job elsewhere, it'll probably show up on here as well. Uh, and if you want to f- see what's happening on the job site, Get CFML jobs on Twitter and you'll get all the instant notifications when things are read in. So 120 different positions listed here over the last several months. So still a lot of job opportunities out there. And uh, we have a few more too in our list. So if we look here, uh, we've got one from Auto Solutions. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously on our on our site, we're, we try and keep that team growing. We've always got more and more support. But we've got a couple other too. Do you want to give us that? Yeah, we do. So tomorrow's guides is a uh, is a is a UK based uh, publication looking for a senior cold fusion developer. Here's the website for that. It's tomorrow's. Well, it's in the chat, but it is tomorrow's.co.uk uh, slash jobs.cfm. And then there's another one called Hamilton, uh, which I don't know where that is. I mean, I know that there's a bunch of Hamiltons. It's probably not working for, you know, one of the founding fathers. I'm guessing, but it could be. You know, whatever. Hamilton College. 
Oh, Hamilton College in, Ups- in upstate New York, right? Yep, Clinton, New York. Okay. So that see that one was actually one of the ones listed from uh, Get CFML Jobs. Nice. See, okay. So cool. Cross pollination cool. there. So yep, but we just wanted to spotlight those ones. So thanks everybody um, for mm-hmm. for giving us those links. And uh, yeah, if you're looking for a job, that's a great place to start. So and, and we now this is the moving on to the Forge Boss module of the week. Yeah, let me just change the picture here. Woo-hoo. Okay, so um, oh, since we branding. Yep, since we just released the Audis Redis Cache Extinction version 2.0, that is our module of the week this week. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that. I'm going to show you the screen for those watching. But um, it's really cool that, you know, the native support there. Um, and again, you've got the cache put, cache get, and all your cache actions in here. Um, but I'm going to see if I can see some more of that uh the pub sub stuff here. So the cool thing is here, you can get the native cluster functions like get cluster, get cluster nodes, get connection pool, get provider, you know, you got the publish and subscribe. So you can see those channels. So those are those WebSocket channels coming in there too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a lot of great stuff here. And if you want to find more about Redis's um, pub sub, you got right in here to the documentation. And so uh, there are a few other Redis ones out there, but the, the cool thing about the Autos extension is it's fully supported. So if you have issues getting it running or getting it working, that's part of the support contract. We can you know help you with that. And uh, it's it's just natively in, in there. You don't have to worry about loading jars on the fly or anything else. The Redis mm-hmm. extension takes care of that for you. So nice. it's it's really a, a cool little module and it's nice that Lucy gives you the ability to just you know create those extensions and it's, you know, a nice option and of course if you're clustering your servers this is great for your sessions too to make sure that your sessions that you know live across the cluster you can use redis for your your session storage true very true yeah having them locked 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 into one instance it gets a little complicated and not very working very well not does not work very well nope i mean some people use the round robin stuff and or sticky stuff but if things are disappearing on the fly and everything then uh, you really want to use a, a proper caching solutions and the couch base extension is pretty popular mongodb is you know getting there but oldest redis extension is probably the most popular one right now it's uh really i mean it's really nice to be able to have a nice small little redis you know docker image spun up and just mm-hmm. connect to it and away you go so Cool. Very cool. So that's available up on ForgeBots. And then you can find out more information on the Auto Solutions website. Okay, next up, hints, tips, and tricks of the week. So this one here, uh, speaking of conferences and panic monsters and presenting and everything else, Eric Peterson recommended we talk about presentation mode. So this is just a pretty simple little extension, but what it does is allows you to, um, you know, focus directly on your code so there's a couple of settings you can set and so when you basically toggle it into presentation mode it gets rid of all your little side pieces and blows up your code to be uh, you know a zoom level they recommend here of like four so that way when you're sharing your code it just presentation mode now for those um if you didn't know there is a screencast mode built into vs code and there's a youtube video and i'll pr- try and get the link in there for later but if you look up um screencast mode for VS Code, it's actually built in. And when you type, you'll actually see the little characters pop up on the screen. And so that way people can see the shortcuts you're taking, uh, but it also shows you some fat fingering too when you're doing it wrong. But yeah, uh, Which is always fun. <laughs> yeah, for the shortcuts and everything, it's kind of nice to see if, which characters you're holding, et cetera. So uh, that's a good one. So these two work great together. So 
Um, I think I found it. I just pasted it in. Okay. Cool, cool. Screencast mode. Nice. So well, I'll put that in the show notes for everyone who's listening as well. So that way you get all the good details. But yeah, so I know that uh, we've got a lot of things coming at us and uh, I'm excited to, to get into presentation mode. So that works. Very cool. And remember, if you guys have your own VS Code or ForgeBox tips that you think we should be covering, uh, send it to us in our Slack channel, Box Team Slack or CFML Slack. Just uh, ping myself um, and I'll make sure we get into our, our little setup here because obviously we want to keep showing new ones and, and sometimes the best ones are the ones we don't know about yet. So that's why we do this section and, you know, community mm-hmm. feedback and supporters uh, help drive it for so long. So okay Mm -hmm. so next up um we want to thank all our patreon supporters so obviously without them we couldn't do half of this stuff right so we just want to say you know thank you for personally supporting our open source initiatives um because that allows things like command box forge box cold box test box and all the other boxes to get that continuous development they need because the funds that you guys are sending to us help you know pay for this podcast and help pay for our ForgeBox hosting and those things are really important because you know we only have so much money and it's better if we can spread around on, on other projects so your support goes directly into supporting those open source projects and initiatives which you can do if you go to patreon.com slash order solutions you can support us on there we have several packages including uh, a discount package where if you actually do an annual membership and pay for the year up front, then you can save 10% and still get the same level of rewards. And um, and uh, you don't have to tell anybody that you get a discount. You know, basically virtue signal that you're a thing, but don't tell them, about, don't tell them that you, you know did the discount route. Uh, a couple things you can do, bronze packages and up. You get Forgebox Pro uh, subscription, as well as a CF cast subscription um, as a perk uh, for your Patreon on subscription. All Patreon supporters have a profile badge in the community website, and all Patreon supporters have their own private forum. Um, their own private forum access on the on the community website as well. Patreon supporters have their own private channel across the box team Slack. Uh, one of, we also want to kind of put on this just as a as a reassurance that we do still monitor the other channels uh, that are on there. The thing about the Patreon support, it usually, it's usually a speed thing. It's not that we're going to ignore anybody that's in the other things, but Patreon usually it's like that's on and may get you a little attention a little faster. Yeah, um, and we also give you a little bit of uh, private information. So when we have those live streams, we'll give you information about that. And if there's any other surprise announcements, we'll try and give you guys a little direct access, just earlier information there. So mm-hmm. we try and use that for those types of things. And plus, if you want to, you can actually, actually as a Patreon, you can get um, access to the, the, the live streaming, like coding with a Kiwi that, that, uh, that Gavin's been doing recently. Yeah. Basically. Right. So if you like, you know, looking over at Gavin's shoulders and pretty much yelling at him like codes, become a Patreon. It's a good time. Yep. And we'll be doing other, uh, live stream things. And right now before into the box, it's kind of panic monster time. So I've put those on hold for now, but after the, after the conference, we'll probably do some more of those. And again, we'll do some more, you know, open office hour type things and everything for the Patreons to, to say thank yep. you. So get live access to those streams. So definitely a perfect. And you can access that community at community.ordersolutions.com that we were just talking about. And you have access to all the all the, the the conversations and reference and some of the reference things and everything else that are on there that is located in the community. Yep. Uh, and then we want to thank our newest our our newest Patreon. Yeah, Richard uh, Herbert. Richard Hebert. Yeah. Yep. And so I love Richard. 
Yep, and yeah, so Richard signed up, and we want to just make sure we spotlight that he is new to the list. We have a pretty long list here, and uh, as we uh, mess up their names, some people might miss that. So we want to let you guys know that yeah, Richard's joined the team, supporting us as a Patreon, and we want to make sure that he gets that little bit of special attention. So we, we definitely appreciate his support. Brooke and all Richard, your support. Good guy. Yep, mm-hmm. so you want to go ahead and read off the names? I do I want to say thank you to all these wonderful people. John Wilson from Synapterex, Jordan Clark, Gary Knight, Mario Rodriguez, Giancarlo Gomez, David Bellinger, Dan Carr, Jonathan Perrette, Jeffrey McGee, Dean Motter, Bill De Bruin, Joseph Lamore, Don Bellamy, Jan Yannick, uh, I've lost my place, Lakshmi Tertahadi, Brian uh, Gindanelli, excuse me, Carl Van Staten, Jeremy Adams, D.D. Lesnicki, Matthew Clemente, Daniel Garcia, Scott Steinbeck from Agri-Tracking Systems, Ben Nadell, Richard Hebert, again, Nice. Okay, Brent Deline, Kai Koenig, Charlie Earhart, Jason Dager, Sean Oden, Matthew Darby, Ross Phillips, Edgardo Cabezas, Patrick Flynn, Stephanie Monge, Kevin Wright, John Wish, and Peter Amiri. If you would like to be on this amazing and illustrious list along such such esteemed names, check out patreon.com slash order solutions. Yep, and you can okay. see an up-to-date list on all of our sponsors on the Order Solutions website at autosolutions.com slash about dash slash sponsors. And I just posted that in the chat. But uh, yeah, another busy week. Again, just a couple of weeks to end of the box. So keep an eye out for that uh, special announcement tomorrow morning. Um, make sure you sign up, get your into the box tickets, sign up for the workshops before we fill them up because um, we're hoping that we'll be really filled really soon. And uh, yeah, it's can't believe just a couple of weeks in the pre-conference and the conference. Whew, panic monster, full alert so have you guys if you haven't seen it the ted talk on the panic monster is pretty i was amazing. just going to say maybe we should give some context to the panic monster <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll have to find that and add it to the show notes too but uh if you, you search on youtube you'll probably find it pretty quick yeah um, here it is inside the mind of the master procrastinator yep let me get that link there we go yeah it's a it's a great talk but it's definitely the way it all feels when you're trying to do what three presentations and a workshop before <laughs> for the conference here in a couple of weeks so thanks everybody know, for joining us being smart oh i don't know about that if i was smarter i would have figured out how to do this a long time ago how to do this better <laughs> exactly <laughs> i'd be making it look so much easier oh my gosh that's right <laughs> yeah okay well thanks everybody for joining us uh have a great week and we'll see you all next week and uh again don't forget a couple of good uh, webinars coming up a lot of pre-conference stuff so enjoy and see you soon thanks a lot guys have a good night bye everybody show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like spotify or itunes we also have the link to youtube to find more videos just like this The music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Bluetree Audio.